Canada. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Friends, up here in the Great White North, we recently endured a major ice storm that knocked out electricity for hundreds of thousands across southern Ontario and uh, up in Thornhill, north of Toronto, the Serrett clan plus Yaya Vula uh, were without power or heat, and heat rather, for just under 40 hours. Uh, we were lucky. Some are still without power. Uh, we managed just fine, uh, despite being uh, ill-prepared, I have to admit. Uh, the mighty Aphrodite boiled water for coffee on the barbecue outside, and uh, I gathered some frozen wood, and the streets were littered with uh, downed branches of considerable size. Uh, so we burned uh, some frozen logs, and uh, the boys played Monopoly by candlelight. As I say, we managed just fine. Our ancestors could do it every single day of their lives, going without. So I'm sure, you know, we were able to cope with just uh, a mild inconvenience. But a valuable experience, I, I thought. And I must say, a Christmas to remember. Hope your Christmas was uh, equally merry and blessed. I think we'd be wise, however to look at the power outage that we just endured as a dress rehearsal. Let us hope and pray we are all properly prepared for when the lights go out for a really, really long time. And unfortunately, I think that day is coming. Tonight, however, we have heat, we have electricity, we have the radio. And thanks for allowing me on yours. For people of a certain age, the power outage reminded them of their youth, of Christmas's past. My mother, my mother-in-law, only knew Christmas by coal oil lanterns and wood stoves. My mother recalls traveling by horse and cutter to her grandparents to celebrate Christmas. If only it were possible to go back in time and revisit our youth. I believe one day it will be possible. Time travel, that is. As the great theoretical physicist Michio Kaku says, in Einstein's equation, time is a river. It speeds up meanders and slows down. The new wrinkle is that it can have whirlpools and fork into two rivers. So, if the river of time can be bent into a pretzel, create whirlpools and fork into two rivers, then time travel cannot be ruled out. Until then, until the day we have time travel, there is a way to travel back in our minds to the past, even previous lives. It's called past life regression therapy. And over the years, I've conducted several live past life regressions on the air. I thought it'd be fun and interesting to do another one. And if you've never heard of past life regression therapy or never witnessed one, you're in for a treat. Whether or not you believe in reincarnation, and in all honesty, I have to say that I don't, but it's hard not to admit after witnessing one a regression therapy, that is, a regression, that there is something genuine and truly quite remarkable going on during a past life regression. With that said, we have several guests in studio for the first hour. One is a registered hypnotherapist and past life regression therapist, and the other is our subject, a woman who has agreed to undergo a regression to see if she can discover who she may have been in a previous life. Now, off the air, before the show started, she was placed in a deep hypnotic trance. We had to do that off the air because there are actual rules in radio 
that prevent you from doing hypnosis live on the air. Otherwise, some of you driving tonight, including our good old Dr. Ginescu, who's heading up the uh, 400 to his home in Barrie, might find themselves in a hypnotic state behind the wheel, and we, do, we certainly don't want that to happen. So our subject tonight, Christine, who is a painter from the High Park neighborhood here in Toronto, is seated across from me, and as I say, in a deep hypnotic state, ready to undergo a past life regression. Now, we also have in studio our hypnotherapist, Debbie Papadakis. She was destined to be a teacher, healer, lifelong student of the human mind. At a very young age, she carried a deep passion and curiosity about the nature of the human mind and human personalities. She grew up in Greece, a country where superstition and misapprehension about hypnosis still exists today. There was a limited amount of books written in her native language on the topic to feed her curious mind. Luckily, she was delighted to find a vast collection of English hypnosis books when she moved to Canada at the age of 20. What started out as a career in psychotherapy exposed Debbie to the study of human dynamics, where she recognized an increased need in employing hypnotherapy and past-life exploration techniques to treat her clients. This led her to advance her practice by becoming a Reiki master, a past-life regression trainer-practitioner, neuro-linguistic programming uh, practitioner, doctor of holistic medicines, registered master hypnotherapy practitioner, and a licensed holistic practitioner. She's been featured in Oprah's O Magazine, City TV, City News, Slice TV, and many more. Other hypnotists flock to Debbie Papadakis for her specialized trainings at conferences all over North America to learn her proven modalities and innovative techniques. Debbie Papadakis is also uh, the owner of Hypno Healing here in Toronto. Debbie, great pleasure to have you back on The Conspiracy Show. How are you? I am fine, Richard. How about you? I'm wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. And it's great to have Thank you, as you. I say. So uh, you're uh, sitting next to our subject tonight, Christine. Mm-hmm. What are we hoping to find out about Christine's previous lives? Well, Christine is, uh, is as you mentioned, uh, she's an artist and she does wonderful paintings and she sells them all over the world. And um, she's, uh, her question was, I would like to find out if there was something, if I was a painter in the past. And uh, so we can investigate that and find out if she was. And... Uh, we can bring some of her skills from the past so to improve her work even today because through past life regression we can go back and um, re-experience our um, skills and uh, we can bring them along back today through our work. I was sitting here watching you place Christine in, what do we call it? We call it a hypnotic trance? Hypnotic trans? state. A hypnotic or state. Or a trance state. And what is that exactly? What, I mean, our, our, what, what is going on with our brain waves uh, when when you, we're placed under hypnotic in a hypnotic I'm state? I'm not. I don't think anybody knows what's going on. And I know people talking about we go to the alpha state or um, different states, but in reality, nobody knows what's going on. But we are already have this state. It's, it's uh, that state that is the conscious mind is. Gone. It doesn't go to sleep, but it just calms down, and we are and we have access to the subconscious mind, with where all information exists, all our memories, our um, imagination, our memories are from generations and generations from our past, whatever that is for. 
I don't know how many, I can't even say years. Um, all information exists there. So through the state, which is basically calming the conscious and allowing the subconscious to come to the surface, we can um, enter that state and then we can uh, work with it. So you're going to take her back to a previous life? To a previous life because I will ask her to go to a previous life. I haven't asked her yet. I just uh, ask her to 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 go inside of her to find her own inner peace, her own even uh, relaxed state, which I took me about five minutes, and um, uh, which uh, she did very nicely. And if you see her eyes are flinking and and her body is just relaxed and she does she looks very relaxed, but she's totally aware of what's going on. She's totally aware of what's going on. And if I work another five minutes with her, if I really want to and use a different language, I can take her to a place where she's she's not going to even want to listen to us. But at this time, she is because there are different states. We can go to a much further state if we want to. But at that state, you don't do any work. We only do work for pain management, and that's the other state. Well, why don't we begin the process then of uh, uh, Talking to Christine, you can take, talk to her. Well, you, you want to ask a question? You can. I want you to begin taking her to um, this, okay. this previous so, life, and then if I have a question, I'll interject. Okay, wonderful. So, just Christine, I'm just going to ask you just relax, Kate. Take a deep breath. Allow yourself to all the way. A couple of deep breaths again, and now I'm going to ask you to. From I'm going to count from one to five. At each count. You drift yourself back, all the way back to another time, another life, another situation, another body, another place where this, uh, this artwork that you do, the, the, the work you have, the love you have for painting has started at some point. Your subconscious knows exactly where to take you. Just allow the information to come to you easily, effortlessly. I'm going to come from one to five. At five, you'll be there. One, going back in time, all the way back in time, two and three, you, four, and five, you are there. Take a deep breath and start talking. I'm a young girl. I'm a young girl. Where? I'm in the Netherlands. I'm on a farm. Mm-hmm. And my family is working hard on this farm. What are you guys growing? Potatoes. Potatoes, okay. Potatoes. It's a beautiful, our home is beautiful, a hut, and there's a strange man with a easel. Okay, Christine, one minute, we're going to pull your chair a little closer because we need the mic to be closer, okay? Just give us a thank you. It's okay, it's okay, you're okay. Thank you, thank you. That's fine. We just had to move Christine a little closer to the mic. Thank you. Just take a deep breath and just describe. You're doing very well. So just to recap, she's she's growing up. She's a little girl in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Right. I, have, I have clogs on my feet, wooden clogs. <laughs> they look funny. I'm drudging in the mud, um, and I'm noticing that there's a sort of a scraggly, raggly man with an easel. Mm-hmm. And how old are you? Twelve... Are you a boy or girl? Girl. Mm. Girl. And what's your name? They call me Helene. 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 All right. Listen, we're just heading into a break. 
Let's uh, just sort of leave her there in the Netherlands for the time being. We'll come back. Our uh, regression subject, Christine, an artist from Toronto, experiencing a past life, live on the air, Debbie Papadakis, from the Hypno Healing Institute here on The Conspiracy Show. Don't you dare go away. There's smoke. There's The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Yes. So, I know my mother and my father are in the field working. Is there anybody that any of these people, your mother, father, or anybody else, that you know them in this current life? I recognize... My aunt, there's my there's so there's four adults, two men, two women. The mother and the father I don't, but the aunt looks to me like my sister. Oh, in this lifetime. Wow. If you're just joining us, uh, the conspiracy show. Our uh, past life regression therapist Debbie Papadakis uh, is in studio from the Hypno Healing Institute here in Toronto. You may have read about her in Oprah, Oprah's uh, O Magazine and our. Regression subject is an artist by the name of Christine who resides in High Park, Toronto, and uh, she's reliving a previous life. She's under a past life regression, and she's in the Netherlands. She's 12 years old. Her name is Heleni, or Heleni, and um, do we know what year we're in? What, what year are you, Heleni? Uh, 1885. Thank you. And, uh, hmm. there's a funny man painting our hut. Mm-hmm. He has a straw hat on his head. Do you know his name? I'm coming up to him now. And he's, I'm watching him paint our house. And he paints like he's painting our house but every piece of straw on the canvas looks alive what are you deciding or feeling or deciding when you see this man create this incredible paintings I'm mesmerized Uh and what is your decision at that time I want to play with colors I want to play with colors he puts, uh, there's energy in the colors that he's putting on the palette mm-hmm. and then on the canvas, so alive. That's right. And and Christine have said earlier that every time people stay near her paintings, the people become calm. And yes, yes. She's, a, as I said uh, earlier, she's an oil uh, painter. Yeah. And uh, she mentioned to, to, to me off the air that uh, <laughs> when people buy her paintings, they are very calmed by them. Yeah. So the she smiled. I, I just saw him sign the painting. <laughs> it's Van Gogh. Van Gogh. There you go. <laughs> uh-huh. Van Gogh. So she learned from the master. And the year 
I'm going to come from one to three. The name is going to come very clear to you. One, two, three. Just Noyen. 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 And from now on, until we finish, I'm going to be asking questions. Also, Richard is going to be asking questions. I would like you to respond to Richard also. Thank you. So you can ask any questions. Are you able to speak to, to, to uh, Van Gogh? I'm right beside him. He's He's very... Intensely concentrating on his colors. He doesn't look like he would be happy if I bother him. I'm excited. I'm very excited watching him work. And this is your house that he's painting. Yeah. And where is this painting today? It's to in the art gallery. Which one? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Uh-huh. And what are the colors? Look at when house is shaking. How what are the colors of this? Of this uh, many strokes, so many strokes. A yellow hatch, yellow, yellow straw roof, dirty hmm. white. Can can, can you take hands. us? Her hands, yes, they are shaking. Yeah. Can you take us to another period in her life? Um, the same life or another life? The same life. Okay, I am going to count from one to three. At three, I would like you to go to another time where you, uh, that was a, a significant event for you that you have, uh, with the knowledge that you're going to gain, uh, you're going to improve your life today. One, two, and three. You are there. Just tell us where you are. I'm in a church. Uh-huh. I'm in a church. There's a christening. A christening is happening. Who's christening? Who's christening? Who's being baptized? Who is being baptized? I think my aunt had a child. And what's the name of the baby? Hans. Hans. (laughs) Hans. And please tell us your last name. Miguji, Miguji. Can you spell it for us? Miguji. M. C. G. O. O. D. Okay. Yes, I'm. There's this. There's a dis, disturbance in the church. My p- parents are not too happy. What is the disturbance about? Something to do with uh, their portraits were painted. By whom? By Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. And they're not pleased because they are peasants. 
They feel like they're being made fun of. Your parents were were painted, depicted as peasants. They are peasants because of the way he painted them. So, so what do they do? They don't understand. They don't understand art. They don't understand the beauty in the art. Does she meet Van Gogh again? Do you meet Van Gogh again, Christine? We go as a family to Amsterdam. He gives me a paintbrush. But I'm older now. I'm like 19. Did you, have you painted any, have you done any paintings? Not yet. Okay. I'm busy helping on the farm. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I want to go to school and learn. Did you go to school and learn later on? No. Did you learn how to paint? Only secretly. Mm-hmm. Did you paint any? Did you create any paintings later on? I didn't have supplies. Mm. No. Just take deep breaths. Why did she have to paint secretly? Did her parents not approve? Was there any reason for you not uh, painting secretly? No supplies. No supplies. No supplies. Mm-hmm. I would like to know what the t- what is the, again the decision you made at the time about paintings. It was a way to stay young. Mm-hmm. To feel alive, to create a world in the colors. Mm-hmm. And you, world. you took, you took this, uh, this want and need and desire and brought it to this current life, isn't it? Brought it in my heart. I brought my heart. Mm-hmm. Can you take her to another period in her life? Does she have family? Does she have okay, a family of her you, own? Uh, you, in the same life or another life? The same life. The same life. Okay, Christine, just, just, um, I'm gonna count again from one to three. At three, you will go to a much later time, much later time in the same life, and you will be able to describe all things that happen in details. And perhaps there's some significant event that is worth looking at right now. One, two, three. Tell us what's going on. Well, I'm I'm a I'm a grandmother now. How many children do you have? Six. Six children. And how about uh, do you have a husband? My husband's passed away. Uh-huh. What year is it now? 1920. 1920. And what happened there? I'm uh, I'm in my house. Can you describe your house? Yeah, it's a rocking chair, fireplace, mm-hmm. big burning stove, pipe. 
How about your address? Can you give us your address, please? You exactly know your address. One, two, three. Looks like 23... Valley Strauss? Valley Strauss? Mm-hmm. In what town? What town? Still Noyan. Noyan. Thank you. My yeah, my my parents were the best potato farmers in this town. Mm. What else is going on in your life? You're a grandmother. What else? I knit. Mm. I'm knitting. I knit little booties. I keep myself busy. Wonderful. And this time, uh, should I take her to another life? or Can you take her to the moment where she leaves this body? Okay. Um, and this time, thank you, Christian. You're doing well. I'm going to come from 1 to 3 at 3. You will be at the end of this life, at the um, event of the, your death and the death experience, but you will not be able, you will not feel the feelings. You're just going to watch this event with um, with an adult comprehension without any feelings and you'll be able to watch your body from above one going towards the death experience two and three tell us what's going on I'm in my bed mm-hmm. I had a heart attack my children are around my bed where are you watching from I'm above my bed watching down on myself mm-hmm I'm free, I'm lifting, I'm weightless, I'm observing. Mm-hmm. How old is she? How old are you? I'm in my 70s. I like this feeling of being weightless. I have no emotions. I'm just watching. <laughs> That's right. And just go above that. Just continue. Go above higher and higher until... I see a light. Mm-hmm. Just follow the light. Going to the light. As I go up, I feel uh, like I'm being encased in this love. Feel that love Strong and memorize love. that love. Memorize that love into your heart, into your whole body. Uh, very like, I feel like I'm in a pink, pink light energy vibration circles. Does she leave behind any regret from this life? And now I would like you to look at the life that you just passed. Was there anything that you could have done better? I did more more what was better for me. Mm-hmm. It was a life of giving and doing and being and obeying. Um, not much exploration for what I wanted. Mm-hmm. For what I would have liked to have done. Mm-hmm. For, from spiritual point of view, what, what um, are the gifts that you received from that life? A hunger. 
Mm-hmm. Hunger for self-expression. Mm-hmm. For doing what my heart wants to mm-hmm. do, for what my heart sings, wants to sing, mm-hmm. to do. All right, we're going to head into a break. Uh, Debbie Papadakis, past life regression therapist from Hypno Healing Institute, our subject tonight. Uh, Christine, an artist from Toronto, will take a time out, come back. Maybe we can bring uh, Christine out of her deep hypnotic state, and uh, we'll ask her a few questions and yes. find out what she saw, what she felt. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Don't go away. Brother is listening, and so are you, to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. Uh, Debbie Papadakis, a Hypno Healing Institute is um, the name of her organization located here in Toronto, and she is a, a registered hypnotherapist, past life regression therapist. You may have read about her in O Magazine and elsewhere. And uh, our subject tonight for our past life regression is Christine, who I understand is now, she's now out of her... Hypnotic state, Debbie? Is that almost uh, out? She's almost out. Do should we take it totally out? I'm if you'd like, ca- I'm going to yeah. count from one to ten. At ten, you're going to be back into this normal state, feeling strong, feeling powerful, rejuvenated, <clears throat> totally awake. One coming up, feeling lifting up yourself, move your hands and feet. Wonderful. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. Open your eyes. Feels better, isn't it? Hello, Christine. Hi. How are you feeling? Excited. <laughs> do you do you have any recollection of what just happened? I have uh yes, I I remember excitement in my body. I can remember playing in mud with clogs on my feet. Yes. And being quite mesmerized by watching an artist paint. Do you know who that artist was? Van Gogh. It was Van Gogh. Were you yeah. were you surprised to learn? Yes, very. Very surprised. Quite excited. You mentioned that you were potato farmers. Your family were potato farmers. Yes. And that Van Gogh was painting your your parents and your family and your house. Yes. I I just have a recollection of being a very young girl, being quite taken by this funny-looking man putting all these colors on a canvas uh, that didn't look very much like what I was seeing. And you you believe that, you because you are an artist, that you... You derived your inspiration to paint in this previous life from Van Gogh. You met him. Yeah, which is quite exciting. Do you, do you remember, do you, did he come into your house and paint at all? Do you know? I don't know. I, I'd have to be hypnotized, I think, again to, to I want to show by. you a, I want to show you a famous painting. Okay. Uh, by Vincent Van Gogh, I believe. This is it. It's called The Potato Eaters. Does that look at all familiar? The hats certainly do. For I remember the hats are the hats that were worn by my mother when she was in the field, in the oh. visions I had. Yes, and the wooden inside. And that little girl, there's uh, you. There's a little girl in that painting. <laughs> could that be you? It could very well be me. How does it feel I, looking at that painting? <laughs> Quite bizarre. And, uh, and this picture looks like a very dark, uh, very... Yeah, there wasn't that much... Is there any picture of the house? Because I remember that he was painting the house. And this was a painting that you said is hanging in the gallery in Amsterdam. I'll have to right. look at. Uh, I'll have to look for that. Uh, but that was the first thing that came up. Uh, was this 
That's you. This potato, it's called the potato eaters. And that could well be your family. And that could be you, the little girl with the braided hair. But, but what one point, uh, she said potato, potato family, potato family. And then at one point she said potato eaters. Yes. Very fast. I did? Yes. I don't remember that. When you were, uh, I remember when I was dying though, I remember saying that the whole town felt that my, my parents were the very famous potato farmers. And I didn't have a concept as to why they were famous, but it could very well be because of this. Have you been to Holland, the Netherlands? No, never, not yet, not yet. Now you will. Yes, but I have, when I go to antique stores, which I love going to, I'm always mesmerized by uh, those blue and white little um, windmills. Yes. Yes, and I'm always, and I I love uh, the Don Quixote and the windmill, and I've painted windmills. Um, but I don't know why I have this connection to that. Well, now you do. Apparently. By, by, uh, yes. How did, how did these images come to you? I'm always fascinated and I always ask this. When someone undergoes a past life regression, do you, is it like a movie playing in your head? Uh, are, are there, uh, images, sounds, smells? Tell me, walk me through the, yes, what to, you experienced. Yes, to me there was sort of almost a, uh, sort of an emotional energy as to what I was feeling and thinking. So I would be looking out at my parents working in the field and then knowing I should be out there working with them. But I was so drawn to this funny sort of man that was doing something different. Um, and I think that uh, I feel like my surroundings were quite dull. But when I went and looked at the canvas, I, uh, the feelings that I had in me was that that he made my house alive with his colors so there was just this, you know, this little girl's mind, the feeling of just being quite attracted to this that was so unique and different from what I knew around me. But it seemed real, did it? It very real. Not yeah. like a dream. Well, I felt like giggling and giddy, and when I when I realized I was wearing clogs, like I could feel the the happiness through my whole body. Like I could feel the excitement of walking on in mud in these big shoes. What I can say about this, some people will have, will connect through feelings. Some people will connect through pictures. Some people will connect through, through hearing. So we have the visuals, the kinesthetic, the auditory, the, so uh, with smells, with, uh, so different people will have experiences through different means. means. I would say for me it was emotional. Even when I think I went into a church and I I could feel that my parents were very upset. So I was emotionally, you know, all nervous because they were upset. Are you convinced that you've just re-experienced a past life? Yeah. It resonates with things in my life that that are meaningful to me. So we'll take another time out. We'll come back and we'll talk about the, the benefits of past life regression therapy. You don't have to necessarily believe in reincarnation in order to to benefit from this. We'll discuss when we come back. Debbie Papadakis from the Hypno Healing Institute. Our subject tonight, Christine, back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Don't go away. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Whenever we conduct a past life regression live on the air, I'm always uh, busy on the computer trying to find some, you know, verification, a name, a place. Uh, we did discover uh, a, a painting. I'm not a, 
that knowledgeable about Vincent van Gogh. I certainly enjoy his work, but we did find a painting here called The Potato Eaters. <laughs> and uh, our, uh, our past life regression subject tonight, Christine, was discussing or, or was uh, in this hypnotic state disc- or reliving her past life as a potato farmer, and she described Van Gogh being there and painting her family. <laughs> uh, and your parents, you said, didn't appreciate the depiction. They thought that they were quite upset with Van Gogh. They thought right. he was making fun of them. Right, right. It is an interesting uh, depiction. I mean, almost cartoonish, this this picture, the potato eaters. Right. So maybe we can understand why your parents weren't that uh, that, that happy with it. Uh, let's talk with uh, Debbie Papadakis now from the Hypno Healing Institute. What's the benefit of that? She lived, she relived a, a past life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is now a painter here in mm-hmm. Toronto. Mm-hmm. It appears that uh, she connected with Vincent Van Gogh, and this is where she she well, the, she the, gained her passion for, mm-hmm. for for painting. But what's the benefit of the that? benefit of it? Actually, uh, I, I need to spend a few more minutes with Christian, which I will. At future time, we don't have the time here. Yeah, but just generally. To generally, she will go and pick up information from the paintings. She will pick up skills from Vanko and bring them into her work today, which I didn't have time to really work on that to, to do it. Or she would, if she had painted herself at that time, she was a great painter at that time, she can go back and pick up all the skills. But since she wasn't the painter, she was watching Vanko, we can go and copy him exactly what he was doing. She can pick up that information and tr- bring that information into her life today. So her paintings are going to improve dramatically by just going back there. And I need to do 20 minutes work on that with her to, to, to bring that back. What are the other benefits of, uh, let's say, for example, uh, as you know, I've laid I, my cards on the table. Yes. I don't I subscribe don't to reincarnation. That's right. It's not part of my faith system. However, okay. I recognize there's something very unique going on here. It's <laughs> genuine. I don't doubt that for a minute. That I don't understand exactly what's going on. Maybe, you know, it's possible... Maybe she's experiencing someone else's life. Who knows? Uh, someone else's past life. <coughs> but my question to you is, that, uh, if I don't believe in reincarnation, am I going to benefit from this? If I Yes, you can still benefit by going back and vis- uh, visiting whatever comes to you. It doesn't have to be reality. It doesn't have to be whatever. Just by going back and seeing the events, usually we go and look for the root cause of an issue. Here we were looking for positive for paintings, you know, for yeah, art. She, why she became an artist. That's right. But we can go back and find out if somebody has illnesses. I mean, uh, Dr. Weiss, uh, Brian Weiss, he says in his books, 40% of our illnesses comes from past lives. 40% it, of our illnesses that come comes, from a previous life. That's exactly what he says, and he's a psychiatrist, and he's the authority in past life regression. And uh, we can go back and bring gifts. We can go back. One of the area that, areas that I work a lot is with relationships. Uh, people who have um, love and hate relationships, they don't want to leave the partner yet. They they cannot stand them, or it doesn't yeah, have to can't be. Can't live with them. They can't live without them. That's right. Say. Right. That's right. Those people, if we take them back to the past, they have made some contract. They have made some contracts. They have agreements with each other. What do you mean they made some contracts? Well, I will never leave you because this life, um, I I left you. I left you and I didn't treat you properly and then you suffer somehow and then you come back and you say, oh my God, what, what I have done. I will, from now on, I will take care of you forever. 
this is an unwritten contract. Unwritten contract. What you're saying is that they've had they ex- this kind of thinking. The but minute, they were together in a previous life. That's right. And that something this, happened. This would be in a past life. The contract will be: I will never leave you. I don't mean the written contract. I mean verbal. Right. Uh, thinking with emotions. I will never leave you, and I will look after you forever. Well, that's that's enough to destroy your life because you come back and you are with that person again and again and again and you can never, what you said was never leave them and never stay with them but ne- because they you, don't have, always- you, you resent you're resenting now, you, you want to be with that person, you don't want to be but you have to be and you're resenting the person because you don't, you, realize you don't that realize in a previous life you made a contract to be right. with them always well, the minute we clear those contracts the relationship is over or their relationship becomes better. It depends. On and they the don't. Know, you don't always come back as husband and wife, though. No, no. It could be a, um, a mother and a son. Could it be uh, whatever? And that's the source of the conflict. Mm-hmm. If two people don't. And get the along. minute you clear that conflict, and that takes five minutes, three minutes to clear the con- the conflict, all of a sudden the relationship is totally different. Now, is, is it, it possible? Let me ask you this: if it, Let's say you have a couple and they're constantly quarreling. Hmm? Always at each other. Yes. Is it possible that in a previous life, I don't know, they were on opposing sides of an army, you know, let's say the, the, the American Civil War. One was on the Union side and one was on the Confederate side and that they were... That's possible, but uh, that could be 5%, 95% would be they were together and they had some conflict between them. Right. It's, 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 we, we seem to be coming back with the same groups of people. In order to resolve issues, to learn, to enhance our consciousness, to experience the end of it, we need to experience love. And we go through lessons to learn. So we can have all kinds of conflicts from before. Uh, I do see people who they used to, they have this conflict one against each other and they come back in this life. But more, more than, than not, I see when people have a, um, close relationships and different promises. Let's say uh, someone comes to you and they they have uh, a, an incredible fear. Of, oh, yes. Let's say commitment or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if yes. you send them back to a previous life, a past life regression, mm-hmm. you, can, be- you can help them solve that problem? For sure. For sure. How does that work? Because that works. Well, you take them back and we have to revisit the event and they see that in a previous uh, life they had, they were probably close to somebody and this person left them or uh, they may abuse them or something wrong at that time. So by seeing this event and see that the suffering they had to go through, they then decide, make a decision that uh, I don't want to be near anybody because if I'm near somebody, I will be, I will suffer. Therefore, I don't want that. But furthermore, Richard, uh, many people have issues with money. Sure. And money issues Who to doesn't? Me. Who doesn't? <laughs> not enough of it. <laughs> not enough of it because that's the belief, not enough of it. And, I mean, and that belief may have come from a past life where you had all kinds of problems and, or you, I mean, doesn't have to be past life, can be when you were a child in this current life, when you and your mother's wound and you, your parents were fighting about money and you trying to survive and you, kept saying, but I'll be good, I'll be good, thinking that is my problem. So, and you thinking, if money creates this, 
a turmoil in this relationship, I will never have money. Therefore, you never have money. <laughs> uh, I have I have worked with hundreds of people, thousands of people with money issues, with uh, relationship issues, with fears. People are uh, afraid of drowning or they don't go near water because in a past life they drown. And you know how many of us, I mean, if we talk hundreds of past lives or thousands of past lives, we all had something. When you take someone back, uh, let's mm-hmm. say they, they have a fear of water. Yeah. Uh, and you take them back to a past life, and let's say I don't know, you, you discover that they were uh, a, a navy, they were in the the navy, mm-hmm. yeah, and they went down with a, a ship or something. That's right. Uh, I mean, that could be very traumatic for them to be experiencing that. That traumatic event, that trauma, stays within you until you go and clear it, and we can't go and clear it. But when you take them back to that event, mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't that, again, very traumatic for them? No, because you re-experience it, and now it's going to be easier. It's going to take a half a second. You just experience it for half a second. For example, I will resolve that by actually like any fear. Imagine yourself, you have um, the fear of, uh, of uh, I'm going to drown, but then I'm going to have you re-experience uh, that you're alive again. So we go back and forth, back and forth to experience I'm alive. So therefore, even that drowning second, my minute or whatever the time is, it becomes less and less important because the I am alive again becomes stronger. That's one way and many other ways to do it. But um, you just have to experience for a second. So it's, but, but in normal way, you experience it every time something happens. So instead of experiencing on a subconscious level, and subconscious level, but affects your life today. People have fears; they cannot move forward. They're stuck in life. They wanted to to become to, to to have a different life. They're stuck in every area in their life, and they don't know why. They don't know why. Is it all past life? No, but if it's not past life, it is in this it is in this current life. As children, we learn from from our environment, our families. I mean, the best uh, people in the world that they meant very well to help us. They implanted so much fear in us in order to keep us safe. And that fear help us, well, no, it's not helping us, it's destroying our life. Some people go through years and years and years of psychoanalysts, psychoanalysts, mm-hmm. and they yes. never, they never get anywhere. I'm thinking, okay. of, you know, people like Woody Allen has been in psychoanalysts That's for like right. 50 years, okay. and he's still messed up. Okay. Are you saying that someone could, can, can circumvent that whole process? In a few sessions. Number of sessions. Usually I see people in five, six sessions and that's all my work. But uh, what's happening is there is, a, think of a three plates, okay? Three plates. One is bigger than the other. The outside plate is your conscious mind with all the logic, all the analysis, all the thinking. Think of the word thinking, okay? That's the outside, which is the conscious mind. The middle side, the middle one, is the subconscious where all the emotions exist. And I'm talking about feelings, emotions, anger, sadness, hurt, pain, love, you name it, all of them, including the beliefs. I'm good enough, I'm not good enough, I can do this, I cannot do this, whatever. And then you get, and then in the middle of it, the, 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 total middle of that is the unconscious, which is the body response. So in other words, if I face something or if I think of something, if I think of my mother, the associate feeling from the subconscious would take over if I love my mother, let's say. So I have the thinking from the conscious, this feeling from the subconscious automatic uh, response, and then my body will respond positively if I love my mother because the love feeling goes through my, my, my body. But let's say I'm thinking of somebody who I don't like. Okay? Right. The same idea goes there. I'm thinking from the conscious, the, 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 the negative feelings, anger, sadness, hurt, pain, whatever it is, comes from the subconscious, and the unconscious, which is my body, will respond, will 
put me down. In other words, or you lift yourself up or you dying every minute you're thinking of something. And that, and, I, and that, that response travels from one lifetime to the next. That's right. And now talking about why it would take a long time and all that, in a regular therapy, uh, most people will use the analysis. I, in the hypnotherapy, we use the feeling. We change the feelings. And once you change the, the feelings. The involuntary bodily Thank you. Feelings. As soon as we change the feelings, the response is different. And we right. have different techniques and modal ways to do, to change those feelings. If, if someone wants to uh, make an appointment with you at the Hypno Healing Institute, what do they do? What they do, call the, our office, 416-760-8996, or go on our website, hypno-healing.com, and call us. We have workshops that come in. But I also want to mention one thing. Myself and a scientist from the States, Dr. LJ, we're writing a book on uh, sleep because I specialize in sleep issues. Debbie Papadakis, the Hypno Healing Institute. Thank you so much. Christine, our uh, regression subject, thank you. And uh, the website's still down, but it's relaunch is imminent, richardserrett.com. Say hello on Twitter, at Richard Serrett. And as always, follow the truth.